Slate Church. Happy Sunday or whatever day it is that you are joining us and watching us. Uh, we're just so glad that you would decide to tune in to church today. If you don't know who we are, my name is Pastor Emma. This is Pastor Brandon. And listen, we are just glad that you're here and we hope that you're ready for a really great service. Happy Sunday and happy birthday. It is Emma's birthday today as you're watching it. So in the chat, why don't you drop a happy birthday for Pastor Emma? If you're watching on demand, make sure you drop a happy birthday in the comment section on YouTube. You are man, not many years old. <laughs> Do you forget how old I am? No, I know. I know how old you are. I'm not you ashamed know, of my no age. No matter how old my mom is, she always says she's 29. And I'm like, I'm like about to be like, you're 29. And then I'm like, is she actually, she is actually 29. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah, that's she's right. Uh, 29 years young. That's right. There okay. Enough about us mm -hmm. and Emma's birthday, although it's very exciting. Great. Uh, we also want to let you know that right now there's an invite button popping up in the chat if you're watching live. And so what we want you to do is to hit that button, copy the link, send it to somebody because it is so easy right now. And it's funny, I think that there's a tendency because it's so easy to just not do it or forget about it or whatever. So make sure you're doing that. As well, there's a, uh, a connect card popping up in the chat right now. If it's not popping up in the chat because you're watching on demand, you can go to slatechurch.com and uh, really just scroll to the bottom and our online connect card is right there. We would love to connect with you because this shouldn't be the only place you are meeting us. There's many other places you can meet us. Other places online right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It is virtual right now, but that is great because we are reaching whoever, wherever, whenever. It's a pretty exciting time as a church. So listen, right now we're going to worship God. So why don't you yeah. stand up wherever you are and why don't we worship together? Hey church, we've got a new opportunity today to worship God. So wherever you are, why don't you stand up? We're going to worship here together. Why don't you lift your voice and sing wherever, wherever you are, whether you got people around you. Why don't we lift our hands and worship today together? No weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. And when the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. My God will never fail. I'm gonna see a victory, I'm gonna see a victory, for the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory, I'm gonna see a victory, for the battle
turn it for good. You turn it for good. We believe it, God. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn, you turn it for good. Yes, Jesus. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it, you turn it for good, God. You take. And right after our time of worship here, we take a moment to read out some of the praise reports in our church that came in in this past week and some of the prayer requests that have come in in this past week. But we're going to start with the praise reports here today. We're going to celebrate some of what God has done, some battles we've already seen overcome in the name of Jesus. And so someone is thankful this week that they've been able to continue to work through the pandemic. How great is that? A lot of people that are looking for work or struggling with that, those that are able to work, what, a, what an incredible blessing that is. And Someone else is thankful that they were able to get their first month of rent covered. How crazy is that? We were praying for that one this past week. And to see that God has moved in that situation and that rent has been covered for that first month is incredible. Why don't we put our hands together wherever we are and just celebrate what God has done and what God is doing in our church and in the lives of the people here. And listen, we're going to pray over some things here today. And if you have a prayer request of your own, why don't you actually submit that online? You can go to slatechurch.com slash prayer and you could can submit that actually uh, online. And we would love to pray for that throughout the week at prayer mornings and even in a moment like this. And so we're praying this week uh, for parents as they help their children navigate homeschooling and loneliness and boredom. Uh, we're praying for parents this week and all that comes along with parenting at home in a pandemic. And listen, we're praying for a financial breakthrough to pay off debt in somebody's situation. We're gonna pray for both of these things. We're gonna pray for all the things that are represented just in these short prayer requests here. And if you have uh, faith today, we're gonna start with the faith piece. Why don't you lift your hand, raise it towards whatever screen. We're gonna pray over these together. And so wherever you find yourself, why don't you raise your hand just as a symbol of I'm gonna stand alongside these in prayer today. And if you have a need of your own today that isn't represented here, why don't you lift your other hand just as, a, as an act of faith to say, God, I, I need you and I'm asking for you to move in my situation. So with our hands raised towards the screen. Let's pray. God, we love you. Thank you so much that we can come to you in a moment like this to lift up our needs as a church and say, we need you, God. Would you move in these situations? And we thank you that you hear our cry, that you hear our prayer, God, that you see the parents that are working at home. You see those struggling with financial situations. You see those uh, maybe that don't have work right now that are looking for work, God. I thank you that you love each of these people and you're gonna provide in each of these situations. And we thank you again, God, for all the praise reports that have come in this past week. We pray that as this week follows, that we would see more uh, stories and works of what you're doing in the lives of the people in our church and in our community. We love you, Jesus, and we ask all of this in your name knowing that you are faithful in each of these situations. And everybody at home said amen and amen. Come on, we're gonna continue to worship and sing here together today, church. Holy one is you, Jesus. Sing, I just want you. I just want you and nothing else. Oh, nothing else. Nothing else will do. I just want you. Nothing else. 
nothing else, Jesus, nothing else will do. I just want you, and nothing else, and nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, and nothing else. Nothing else, nothing else will do. Sing praise the Father. Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one. God of glory, majesty. Praise forever to the King of kings. In the morning that you rose, all of heaven held its breath. Till that stone was moved for good, for the Lamb had conquered death. And the dead rose from their tombs. You know, I love that we get to worship together, church. There is something so powerful about that time where we get to praise God for who he is, what he has done in our lives. You know, I love that worship really goes into all areas of our lives, that, that turning ourselves towards God is not just something that happens on Sunday or in service or when we're standing up with music on, but it's something that can infiltrate every single part of us. I love that every week we get to talk about generosity as a church. And you know, something I've been doing with uh, my kids at home is teaching them verses, memory verses. And I do the whole actions and there's all of this stuff that goes into it. And they are so adorable. I wish that they were here with me right now and not sleeping as we are recording this because it would just be way cuter to watch them than it is to, to hear me talking about this. But the verse that we were learning this week is that we love because he first loved us. Talking about in uh, 1 John 4, 19. We love because he first loved us. And I was preparing for this, this talk around our finances and around generosity. I was reminded that God sets the example for us, that Jesus sets the example for us, that he doesn't ask us to do things that he doesn't in himself embody. And I love the sacrifices that Jesus would make. I would love the generosity that Jesus made and, and that we get to actually be a part of that, that we actually get to give 
out of what he has given to us and the example that he has set for us. You know, it is a privilege to be able to do this today, church. So when it comes to our finances, let's worship God there as well. So whether uh, you want to give online, text a tithe, there's a bunch of ways coming up on the screen. But this is just coming out of our worship for him in another area of our lives. And it is so great to do that today. So I'm going to pray over our giving. And then why don't you plan to do that today or this week ahead? We would love to see that, church. Jesus, I thank you that we get to give. I thank you that you love us. I thank you that you have set such an example for us in all areas of life, finances being one of them. And so today, God, I just pray that you would take what is being given, and God, you would bless it, you would multiply it, you would use it to build your church. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, lots going on as a church right now as we are in the new year. And we have an exciting series coming up starting next week. We're announcing it. We're getting it out there. So make sure you're following us on social media, Slate Church, Slate Church Online. Check out our website. Make sure you're following along so that you are in the know of what's happening, that you can share with people that you love and care about and know what's happening. We have an amazing tool right at our fingertips. So join us on social media. Keep an eye out for this series. We can't wait. I'm seeing everything going on in the background for it, and it's going to be fantastic. So stay tuned in for that. You know, another thing we have every single week, church, is Thursday morning prayer. This happens at 6.30 a.m. every week on Zoom. You can find it at slatechurch.com slash prayer. Check it out. Make sure that you join us. Uh, this is just a time where we gather together. We pray over the prayer request, and we just believe God for more as a church. I think you're really going to get something out of that by joining us there. Well, listen, we also, you know, normally we have the interview portion of our service, but today we have actually a special announcement coming from us as lead pastors. So why don't you turn your attention and tune into that? All right. Well, here we are with some long lost travelers. Good to see you. Good to see you. You guys have passed your quarantine. We passed the quarantine. We spent the 14 days totally alone in the house. Couldn't leave, couldn't leave our property. Yes. Saw people going for walks was very jealous of them. Yes. Uh, but we made it. We're alive. We came out the other side of the quarantine. It's your, okay. Your power okay. went out at one point. You... Power went out. Uh, Lots I, of strange my events. My nose swelled up huge. I don't know what happened. I hurt myself. This is what happens oh. when you stay home too much, I think. I was going to say, almost as big as mine. But... Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, we're, it feels good to be uh, out of the house. Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> be back. They let you out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um... We want to have a conversation. As you guys know, um, we've been letting you guys know that we've got an announcement today to make as lead pastors. And actually, to kick it off and really to share the announcement, we're going to pass it off to Pastor Luke and Victoria, and uh, they're going to share a little bit with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, passing it off. Um, we <laughs> no, no problem. We, uh, uh, it's been a long time. It really has been a long time. Many of you probably have felt that it's been a long time. Uh, we were in Sweden for a month and then two weeks of quarantine after that. And so uh, it is good to be back. We're excited to be uh, sharing with you today, excited to be sharing this announcement with you today. And to begin, uh, actually, I just want to read from Scripture. And so I want to read to you Romans 12, verse 1 to 2. It says this. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. You know, that's a phrase that I know for Victoria and I, we have done our best to follow that when it comes to our lives, to be obedient, to readily recognize what God wants from us and to quickly respond to it, to respond with quick faith uh, in big things, in little things. Sometimes we get it right, sometimes we don't. But there have been a number of big things in our life where we have felt God speak and we have responded with quick faith. For us, that certainly... Um, is true, even though we grew up in different countries, Victoria in Sweden and myself in Canada, it was true at, when as teenagers we moved to pursue God's call uh, to go to Bible college in Australia. We pursued God with uh, quick faith. 
when we moved from Australia to Sweden, where we were pastors at Victoria's Parents Church for many years. Uh, we pursued God with quick faith when, when we heard God call and tell us to come here. And we moved here, and we, we, uh, we planted Slate Church with Brandon and Emma, and we've been pastoring this church um, for the last three and a half years. And, uh, and so we want to co- constantly have this quick faith and be responding to what God says and what God has for us. And, you know, these last number of months uh, for Victoria and I, um, they've been a wild time. They've been a hard time. Personally, we've gone through some difficult things, some of, this, some of the most difficult things that we've had to go through. But we've seen God working through all of it in ways that we didn't expect. In fact, on August 27th of this past year, Victoria and I received a prophecy from somebody that we didn't even know, don't know them. And it was such a strong word that was spoken into our life. We've revisited it many times since. Um, but the main gist of what was being said was God's got you in a U-turn. And to be honest, listening to this prophecy at that time, it really didn't make sense. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't something that it was like, oh, that's pretty obvious. It, it didn't make sense to us. But yet it was weighty. We felt God speak. And as the months went on, many different things happened. And, and through that process of the months going on, we really saw how God was speaking to us through this word that we had received. And so we are once again doing the best that we can to readily recognize what God wants us to do and to quickly respond to it. That's where we want to live our lives. We want to live in a state of dependency on God every day, every step of the way where we know that we have to rely on him. And so we, through this whole process and over the past months, uh, we really feel that God has shifted our hearts towards Europe. And he's really placed Europe on our hearts in a powerful way. And we are pursuing God into what that is. And so the announcement that we have for you today is that we have begun the uh, transition, uh, the process of the transition of uh, transitioning out of our roles as lead pastors here at Slate Church. And we are going to be moving back to Europe to pursue all that God has for us there. Yeah, and we want you to know that this is not something we were anticipating. It's not something we've been planning for, pursuing, seeking out, or in any way saw coming. We love this church, and it has been the greatest honor and privilege of our life. This is where I get emotional, to be two of your lead pastors. And it's been incredible to see what God has done over this past three and a half years. But truly what's the most special thing about this church is not just the incredible services and events we've done and the incredible connect groups that we have, but it's all of you that call Slate Church home. You are what makes this church so special. And this has not been a decision that has been made, it has been easy to make, but we are committed to living lives of faith and obedience, even when it's not easy, even when it doesn't always make sense, because we trust in a God who sees the whole picture. A God who waits for us in our future, in our tomorrow. And as we just take that one step of faith, he is with us the whole way. And he truly uh, it works all things together for good. And we trust that and we believe in that. Amen. So Victoria and I, um, we're starting an organization. It's called ECGI, which stands for the European Church Growth Initiative. And we're underway with that. We've got that going. And really, we want to equip pastors and churches and leaders for influential ministry all across Europe. We want to see churches thrive. We want to see pastors thrive. We want to see leaders thrive. We want to see people stepping, all that they, stepping into all that they can be in Jesus' name. And, and we're really excited for what that is going to be. And, you know, the truth is in Europe that the institution of churches is certainly there. It can be felt. But really the influence of, of church on the hearts of humanity is something that in many places across Europe has been in such a decline. And we really want to see that change. We really want to see churches just come alive in Jesus' name. We want to see people come alive in Jesus' name. Lives just totally transformed by the power of Jesus. And we believe that that can happen. And so we are starting, um, we're starting a, an organization to support that. And this organization, it's it's begun. We've, we've started working 
with it. In fact, we have a website that you can check out after this service. Would love for you to do that. If you go to www.ecgi.se, the SE stands for Sweden. We would love for you to check it out and join our mailing list. We're going to be sending out monthly updates of what's going on with us and the progress and also a list of things that we would love for you to join us in prayer over as we, uh, as we build this and really just praying over the people who live in Europe. And so we would love for you to do that uh, and, and help us with that. Um, and also a, a part of ECGI that it, we're really passionate about. It, it certainly it exists for churches and pastors and leaders all across the continent. But we also really have a heart for uh, churches in areas of Europe that might not have access to resources to build their church, or they might not know how to get it, or access to mentorship, or all of these other types of things uh, for any number of reasons, whatever it might be. Maybe it's just not accessible financially for them. You know, we really kind of want to have a a bit of a mission's heart towards churches in these parts of Europe um, where we can offer some of these resources and training totally free. And we're really passionate about doing that. You know, we want to see churches of 30 people in Eastern Europe double in size to 60 people. Wouldn't that be awesome? Imagine the change that that could make in communities, small towns, and you multiply that across a nation, across a continent, and we really believe that the impact can be phenomenal. But not only phenomenal, we believe that the impact can be eternal. And so we're excited for what this is going to be. We're right in the beginning process of it, and there's a lot going on, and and there's a, a lot that we are figuring out right now, but we're excited for what God has in store for that. Yeah, and in order for us to effectively minister to Europe and in Europe, uh, we are going to be based out of Europe. And just like Luke has been mentioning, we are going to be moving back to Sweden, my home country, where I am from. And we are planning on doing that fairly soon, in just a couple of months. But, uh, of course, we're still going to be around until then. This is not the last that you're going to see or hear from us before then. But the truth is that this feels too big for us when we think about it. But we know that there is nothing that is too big for God. And even though for us it can feel so overwhelming, uh, we don't know how this is going to happen. It's it's easy for for fear to creep in. We know that God is a way maker. We know that he is our provider and he has provided for us in the past and he will provide for us again in our future. And as he calls us, not just us, but you as well, he will also equip us for what it is that he is calling us to. So even though this has been a difficult process for us, there's been a lot of emotions, a lot of tears, not just today, uh, but a lot of tears. We really do feel such a peace about this, a peace that surpasses our understanding, a peace we know can only come from God, a peace that we have felt at other times when we've stepped out in faith. And something that we've been holding on to is a verse from Psalm 126 that says that those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. And we are holding on to that. We are believing for that. And we are standing on that as we are yet again heading out into all that God has for us. Yeah, in a lot of ways, um, you know, we kind of feel the way that the Israelites felt when they stood on the edge of the Jordan River just before they crossed into the promised land. And that land was promised to them. They knew what God was calling them to do, yet they still had to cross the Jordan River to get into it. It's amazing when you read the text, you see that, uh, that before the river dried up and they were able to get across safely, they had to put their feet in the water. It says that once their feet hit the water, that's when the way forward was there. And so we're feeling a little bit like that right now, that we're putting our feet in the water. We don't know the whole road forward, but we do know that God is good and that he's going to provide that way. And so we're stepping out in faith and we're believing that the best is yet to come, not only for us, but we believe that the best is yet to come for Slate Church. And we recognize that, listen, this is maybe coming as a surprise for many of you. Um, And I, I don't know, there might be mixed emotions, all of these types of things, but we really do want you to be excited for what's happening. We want you to be excited for what's next for us. We want you to be excited for what's next for Slate Church. We are excited for what Brandon and Emma are going to do as your pastors. They're full of vision. They're full of faith for the future. They're not going anywhere. They're here. And they, it's, I really believe that God's going to do incredible, incredible things here through them, through you. And so although this is a bit of a different announcement, a bit of a difficult announcement, certainly for us and, and likely for many, um, listen, let's praise God that he is good, that he's got a great plan, that we are going to see lives transformed all over the world, and that he is going to be glorified every step of the way. And so... Uh, Again, we'll be around. It's, this isn't like, see you later and, you know, we'll never see you again. In fact, we'll one, of the, back. <laughs> one of the great things 
about family being here, of course, is, I mean, Victoria and I are going to be back here a couple times a year, to be honest. And uh, so we'll still be seeing everybody, and we're, uh, we're excited for what that is going to be as well. Um, but listen, we're, we're full of faith for what the future is. We really are. And so now as lead pastors, we're just going to talk a little bit about, about that. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for sharing that. You know, we're, we're excited for you. We're excited for what God's going to do through you. We're excited for the pastors and leaders that um, don't even know you're coming yet, but their lives are going to be uh, impacted in such a crucial way. And the people that occupy those towns and those uh, spaces and those cities um, are just going to be impacted in all of eternity. I think there's just so much potential there and there's so much waiting there that that's so exciting that that you're stepping into that with faith and obedience. And I love how that's that's just the message we've seen in your lives, and that's just the message that's coming across loud and clear here as well, is that faith and obedience. So, you know, it's mixed emotions, exactly as you said. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, this isn't the first we're hearing about this, but it's yeah. exciting. It's sad. But we're, we're, we're excited for what God's doing in your lives. Yeah, we're cheering you guys on. Yeah. Yeah, we've had, um, obviously, church, you can understand that as a family, and even for Emma and I as lead pastors, um, uh, we've had we've had our, our time to cry, and um, obviously even just rehearing everything and um, then moving moving back to Sweden and that sort of thing, even just on a family level, stuff is difficult. But as Luke and Victoria were saying, like when God speaks, that's that's when we act. And um, so yeah, I just echo that we're really excited excited for you guys and. Of course, we've talked about all this stuff and, and whatnot, but maybe you could fill us in uh, as a church on the timeline a little bit. Sure. Um, the plan right now is that we would land in Sweden again in April. Um, so just a couple months, you know. And uh, so, again, we feel there's a lot to do between now and then, of course. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of the, the timeline of that. So, so uh, Luke and Victoria's official last Sunday. You might have to help me out with this. Mar- March 28th. I didn't know either. These two always. Yeah. <laughs> we got always the dates. Know. We know. Um, it's March 28th. And so, obviously, we're going to have a big send-off on March 28th. Um, before then, uh, obviously, you know, right around this time, we usually have a Vision Sunday. And what we want you guys to know, as a church, um, as much as we didn't have Vision Sunday this Sunday, because truthfully, there's even more stuff for our church that we want to talk about into the future, this is actually a part of Vision for Slate Church moving forward. The truth is, is that as a church, we've always established this as a sending church. You know, we've established Elmira, and um, we were even right before COVID hit, we were about to uh, launch another extension service, which turned into launching an online campus. And right now, we actually, as a church, have an opportunity to send Luke and Victoria. As a church, we're also, um, we're, we're actually committing to financially supporting Luke and Victoria throughout their first year. Um, salary-wise, and we're also going to give a donation. And so that's just, um, we're still a team. Um, obviously, it's going to look, for Em and I leading this church, a little bit different, but we are really excited about that. We're really excited about where God's bringing us. We're really excited, um, you know, because we've been able to sit with this a little bit longer than obviously you have on the other side of the screen, um, Em and I are actually full of fresh vision, and it's why we're going into two months of just talking about what the church is going to look like and what we're going to um, be doing as a church, because honestly, what we set out to do doesn't change. You know, the, the mission doesn't change. Um, the methods might change, and, and some of the directions might change and all the rest, but we're, we're still, you know, heading full force into the future, and so you guys need to know, and we want to honor you guys for all your time at Slate, and of course, on the Sundays, it's going to be probably all tears. But guys, we really love you guys, and um, we really love doing this past three and a half years with you guys, and um, confident in what you guys are doing, um, confident in what God has for us here at Slate Church, I and mean, we're just always going to be in your in your in your corner. And um, of course, when Luke mentions he's coming back, they're going to be back a couple of times a year. Um, obviously, Luke is, and, and Victoria will make an appearance too. But Luke will be speaking and uh, preaching and that sort of thing. So you just, you, you need to know that we're, these guys aren't leaving our lives, uh, even as a church. Thank God for, well, COVID showed us that we can do most of our lives online. So, I mean, he could be their best friend if he still wants me. <laughs> I'll give you his number, even his <laughs> Swedish number. But um, uh, guys, we really love you. We want to pray for you. And uh, as a church, 
I'm about to speak, and what a weird time to speak uh, after this, but I, I do want to encourage us. But before we get there, we want to pray for you guys. Thank God for you guys, and thank God for the, the mission he has ahead of you. We really, believe in, we really believe in this. So let's pray. Everybody, why don't we bow our heads? Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this church, Slate Church. Thank you for the past three and a half years. In so many ways, this is, um, this is the end of a chapter. But it's not the end of the story. In fact, this chapter will always be written in our history. Four people believe in the best for Canada and specifically this region and going out from here. God, that will always be our story. We're really excited for the next chapter of Slate Church and we're really excited for the next chapter of Luke and Victoria's life. And God, as, as family and as pastors and just people, God, we're praying your, your blessing and your favor over them. God, as we were praying earlier today, God, we pray that their house would sell for over-asking. God, we pray that the, the, the different um, details that need to come together in order for um, this to be a, a, a smooth transition. God, we pray for all of those details that they would come together. Jesus, we pray for Luke and Victoria in the moments where maybe they're even questioning their decision or whatever else, as we do as humans. God, we pray that you would give them an extra measure of faith, an extra measure of hope, and an extra measure of blessing in those moments that they would know that you are equipping them for the journey that you have called them to and that you have spoken and that they don't need to look back as they move forward in the direction that you're calling. Jesus, we're thankful for these guys. We're thankful for three and a half years. God, Em and I are just thankful for three and a half years of just having fun and just experiences and building church and, and doing incredible things. God, we pray that into the future that you have for Luke and Victoria and the future you have for our church, that, God, you would just increase what you're going to do in this world. God, as I've now joked a couple times about, as they go and they um, look at Europe and Eastern European, European, <laughs> Eastern Europe and, and even Russia, and we're here in Canada, God, we just pray that you would take the north through us as pastors. God, may you actually influence the northern hemisphere through what we are about to do um, together for the kingdom of God, but separately in the missions that you've called us to, to take part in this next season. Jesus, we thank you for them. We bless them. And God, we just pray that you would be with them every step of the way, speaking so closely into their ears so they will not have to doubt anything that you've spoken to them. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, why don't you just drop an amen in the comment section? Um, and of course, you know, uh, reach out to Luke and Victoria. As pastors, we're asking you for two things, M and I. We're asking that, number one, you guys would support these guys in any way that you can as they step into the mission that they're, they find their, themselves going into. Um, send encouraging notes. Let them know how you feel about them because, again, uh, the hardest part about all this is the relationships. And uh, secondly... We're also asking, like, there's still a mission to be done here on the ground, here in Waterloo, and everywhere that we're reaching right now. And we're going to get into that over the next few months. We're really excited. Some of our leaders know about that, and they're really excited. Like, this is a, we're, we're as excited as ever for the church. Um, and we also ask you that you just wouldn't um, make this about you in, in, a, in a wrong sense, that this wouldn't become a dramatic thing. We'd actually just celebrate what God is doing in this moment. Feel the sadness of the distance that's going to be between some people that we really love. Feel that sadness, but not make it dramatic. Because the truth is, there's no time for that. And if COVID has shown us anything, is that the world needs Jesus Christ in this moment. We don't want to take any weeks off. We don't want to take any months off. So in our farewells and our goodbyes, and Luke and Victoria, they're going to be focusing the majority of their time over the next little while preparing for this. And so they'll still be emceeing. Uh, you're going to see a lot more. Well, as you've seen over the last little bit as um, uh, they've been in Sweden, uh, Em and I are going to be speaking the majority of the time before they leave. But they're still going to be around. They're still going to be emceeing. They're still going to be doing debriefs and interviews and speaking before they leave. Um, but we just ask, again, let's stay on mission. we still got something to do here, church, and we really believe in it. We believe in you guys. Amen. Why don't we stand back up wherever you are. We're just going to take a moment and just worship God. His favor be upon you in a thousand generations. 
your family and your children and their children and their children they's fading in your pond in a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children their children may spain be upon you in a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may spain be upon you in a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children Wellside Church, um, what a unique Sunday, and uh, probably not one that you're expecting, and, uh, but at the end of the day, one that we can actually celebrate. You know, I just wanted to speak a little bit about what we can do um, as a church and what we can expect as a church moving forward, because the truth is, is that uh, God still has a lot of great stuff for us as a church. I want to read really quickly out of Joshua Chapter one, and if you're wondering if I'm about to launch into like a classic like 45 minute message, this is gonna be about 10 minutes, okay? Like on the other side, you're like, I can't keep my kids in the room any longer. It's only gonna be 10 minutes as long as I stop talking about this right now. So in Joshua chapter one, uh, the Israelites are about to move into the promised land and funny enough, uh, Luke and I hadn't connected on the verses that we were going to use, but it com- what Luke was uh, talking about earlier comes out of the same passage, and uh, the Israelites have been wandering the desert for 40 years. And I want to be assure, uh, I want to assure you that we have not been wandering for 40 years as a church. Not even, we haven't even been wandering for th- uh, three and a half years. We've been doing some great stuff, but we also believe in the promises of God moving forward. And, and anyway, the, uh, Joshua, the new leader after Moses dies, right? He's about to walk into the promised land with, his, uh, with the nation that he is leading. And, uh, and, and Jesus, be, or, or God rather, begins to, speak to, uh, uh, begins to speak to Joshua. And he says, as I was with Moses, this is in verse five, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse six, I love this. And this is what God's been speaking over me 
over this last little season, and I want to speak it over our church. He says, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. It's this strong and courageous posture that we need to take as a church as we begin to move into our future. In fact, it's the posture that Pastor Luke and Victoria are taking into the future that God has for them. And we ought to do the very same thing here. Elsewhere, um, uh, God is talking to, um, uh, talking to Joshua. And he says, don't look to the left or the right, but go in the direction I have told you to go. And what wise words for us. If God hasn't called us to the left or the right, then we ought to keep our eyes focused on where he's calling us and be strong and very courageous. You know, in the lead up to planting Slate Church, God was really speaking to mine and Emma's hearts. And one of the things that really spoke to us was um, I found myself at something called the Outcry Tour. The Outcry Tour was a group of um, essentially uh, Christian bands and Christian speakers that were going all throughout um, North America, specifically the United States and Canada. And uh, I, I still remember they announced their Toronto tour, and it was in Hamilton. And I was like, whatever, okay. Um, but we went to Hamilton, and, and God really spoke to my heart in that moment. And all of a sudden, throughout the night, something started to happen in my own soul. And uh, what I began to see was that different uh, bands from uh, different countries were coming on the stage. And so you had Hillsong, incredible band, right? Elevation. Uh, you had Martin Smith and, and all the rest. And, and then Brian Houston spoke. And uh, there, was, um, there was another guy. He was from the U.S. And honestly, while I was watching this, God started to um, do something in my heart. It was almost like all of a sudden I was having a vision in front of me. And the vision wasn't of these bands coming on this stage. All of a sudden, the vision was of flags walking across the stage. And all I saw is elevation took the stage. This is a church down in the United States. I saw a U.S. flag just going by on the stage. Next, it was time for Hillsong. And all of a sudden, an Australian uh, flag walked across on the, uh, on the stage in front of me. And I'm like, this is, so, why am I, this is weird. All of a sudden, Brian Houston came up, incredible communicator and leader, and an Australian flag. And then Martin Smith came up in a UK flag, and then another speaker in a United States flag. And honestly, up until this point, I was praying, God, where are you going to have Emma and I go? And we kind of wanted to go, uh, honestly, I kind of wanted to go to California and surf and be a pastor and just live a hippie life. And all of a sudden, in that moment, as all these flags are going by on the, sc- uh, on the, on the, on the stage in front of me, I heard it so deeply and my soul, and essentially God spoke to me, and he said, Brandon, who's going to take care of your own backyard? Here you are in Canada, a stadium full of Christians hungry to see a move of God happen in Canada, and there's not a single Canadian leading them. The truth is, church, is in that moment, Em and I committed our hearts to this nation and committed our hearts to Waterloo, <laughs> We committed ourselves to what we are now standing in. And we are sending Luke and Victoria off and we are completely excited. And you gotta know, there's like zero hard feelings there. But what you need to know from us as a church is that we are still moving forward with the vision that God had given us as we started to begin to dream about what Slate Church could become. I still remember when Em and I asked Luke and Victoria to come join us in planting Slate Church. Of course, I never knew that there would be an end date to that and everything else. But the truth is, is that there is not an end date to the mission that he placed on mine and Emma's hearts on that day. And in fact, there's not an end to the mission that he placed on the hearts of Emma, uh, myself, Luke, and Victoria as we have carried on over the last three and a half years. Because God has spoken to us very clearly about what the future of Canada looks like. We need to be strong and courageous. There's another part and I binder clipped my Bible so I could get to another part of the Bible later. So I'm going to have to just um, uh, paraphrase here. There's another part in just a little bit, and they cross the Jordan River. And, and actually, Luke gave you uh, the, the, the little glimpse into that where they actually have to step in in faith, and then the waters part. Well, when they go through the Jordan River, which is a river that they would not have been able to go through if it was not for God's hand, they get to the other side, and God says, I want you to set up 12 stones. Josh is like, why? And God says, because I want you to remember that I brought you to the promised land and it was my strength, not yours, that carried you, carried you there. And this idea of 12 stones is something that continues to come back to me as we begin to dream about the next stage of what Slate Church is going to look like. 
And the truth is, is that we actually need the past three and a half years to inform our future about what God's up to. We are on a Jordan River crossing moment, and I believe that God has something great for us if we'll remain strong and courageous and set up our stones to inform us of what God's done in our past, to inform us of what he wants to do in our future. One day, my kids are going to ask me, Dad, how can we trust in God? And we can point to the stones of our first three and a half years and say, God began to do something incredible in Slate Church through Emma and myself and Luke and Victoria. And now we get to carry ourselves into the promised land, if you will, into what God has for us as a church. But it's going to require us to be strong and courageous, not because Pastor Luke and Victoria are are, 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 um, pursuing what God's placed on their hearts. That's, That's not why I'm saying this. But because all of a sudden, as Luke and Victoria get dreams and vision and fresh vision for what God wants to do in their lives through Europe, you better believe that Emma and I are getting fresh vision for what God is about to do here in specifically Ontario. I am not willing yet to say across Canada, but there is something very specific for Ontario. In fact, I would say if you're listening to this and any part of Ontario, you need to get excited because of what God's been putting on our hearts over, the, over these last few months. It's funny that as God spoke to Mary, he also f- spoke to Joseph. You know, it doesn't matter in this story whether Luke and Victoria or us or Mary or Joseph, that's not the point. But as God began to speak to Luke and Victoria, he also began to speak to Emma and I. And as he began to speak to Emma and I, he began to speak to Luke and Victoria. And the great thing that we know that came out of that story, and I'm not trying to read in it too much, but what came out of that was the salvation of the world. And what we are committed to doing as a church is still reaching people with the good news of Jesus and expanding across Ontario like we've never seen before. We believe in this future that God has for us. And so we're excited. We're going to be praying alongside Luke and Victoria, but our encouragement to you in this season, and as we gear up for a new series that we're calling This Is Church, and as you're going to see in, uh, in our promo video that's coming out uh, in just a few days, it's pretty exciting. This is Slate Church, and we exist to see people far from God come into a relationship with Him by building a large, influential, innovative, Christ-centered church that loves God and loves others. Can I simplify our mission statement just a little bit for you? Because sometimes we put it in our own words and really we're just stealing the words of God. Jesus said, as he left the disciples, the mission of the church, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, and this is our mission statement as a church, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So hey, church, it's a new season for us. We're undeterred. Em and I are really excited, and we're really excited for Pastor Luke and Pastor Victoria. Here we go. We're about to take the north, and our responsibility here at Slate Church is to take Canada, to take Ontario, in this next season. And that sounds kind of weird. Hopefully nobody clips that and puts that online. But we really believe in what God has for us. If you're watching today and you're like, this is the weirdest freaking Sunday to tune in ever. It's like your first time. You're like, what is happening? I just got introduced to these people. Wait, the plot has just started to thicken and all of a sudden one of the characters is moving on. Listen, I know you might be confused. And you might be wondering, how does somebody all of a sudden get up and go to Europe, and and all of a sudden, why is this guy talking about taking Ontario and Canada? Here's what you need to know. At Slate Church, we believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and paid a price for us that we could not pay for ourselves. We really believe as a church that the hope for humanity and all the craziness that we find ourselves in in this season is actually found in Jesus Christ. It's the only place. Now, the way that you receive the gift that Jesus had for you is just believing that he did pay that price for you. What the Bible says in Romans is that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved, which is a way of saying that you get to spend eternity with your creator. You might be living apart from him right now, but all it takes is accepting the price that Jesus paid for your sins on that cross to be accepted back into eternity and right relationship with your creator. I want to give you that opportunity today. So if that's you, I want to just pray for you, and we're just going to take a moment So why don't I pray? Jesus, I thank you. We love you. Thank you for everybody making that decision right now. We pray, God, that you would lead them and guide them. In Jesus' name, amen.
If you made that decision just a moment ago, I want to encourage you to go to our website, slatechurch.com, and I want to encourage you uh, to fill out a Connect card and check off, I want to learn more about Jesus, and we would love to have one of our team members follow up with you and resource you for this new journey of faith that you're stepping into. Church, for the rest of us, I actually want to ask for a little bit of a commitment for those of us. We've been speaking some hard-hitting messages over the last little bit, stuff that speaks to the heart of our culture. That's coming out of this fire and this passion that God has something in store for us in this province. And I want to ask for a commitment from you right now. Not because I think you're going anywhere, but just because I think that it's time to get real about what God is asking you to do in this province. What I want to ask you is will you partner with us as a church? Will you commit now to praying like never before? As we go into This Is Church series, it's in, it's in fact a two-month vision series. We're really excited about what it is, but can you join with us in prayer for this next season that we're about to enter into as a church? If you find yourself there, wherever you find yourself, and you agree with that, why don't you just stand to your feet as I begin to pray? Jesus, I thank you for what you have for us, uh, have in store for us as a church. We're incredibly excited. We're incredibly excited about this next phase of Slate. We're really excited about what you're going to do through our church and the fresh vision you've been giving us. In fact, not just fresh vision, you're reawakening some stuff in Emma and my heart for what you're going to do. And God, for everybody that's on the other side of the screen right now and all the mixed emotions they might be feeling, God, we pray that through it all that you would reign victorious, that we would be able to celebrate what has happened here today, and that God, ultimately, in the end, that you would get the victory in the Northern Hemisphere. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. amen. Well, church, we're going to close with a, a song of worship. We're not going to close with the debrief. That'd be kind of a, a, kind of a sort of awkward debrief, eh? Oh, so what do you think about Luke and Victoria? You know, the people in the studio just found out. So we're not going to do the debrief. We're going to finish with worship right now. So once that's done, I think kids' content's going to come up. Why don't we stand to our feet? And begin to, you're probably already, you should be already standing to your feet and worship our great God. We love you, church. Church, we're going to sing this blessing over you today. May his favor be upon you in a thousand generations in your family. May your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations. May your family, may your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations. In your family and your children. And their children, and their children, may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations. In your family, and your children, and their children, and their children, may his presence go before you, and behind you, and beside you, all around you.
respond to that with praise. Sing praise God. So praise God. Thank you. 